Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Friday email. This has been a wonderful week for me. I was in Menorca for three days, turned into four days because my flight was delayed by 13 hours, but I'm very happy to be back. One of the things that you might know is that I run two year-long group mentorships. Both of these are focused on giving the participants access to spiritual practices, which in turn give them access to power, personal power versus leveraged power. And there is a really important distinction here. Personal power is that power that comes from knowing who you are, having access to your authentic self, and then having confidence and strength that comes from that authenticity. Leveraged power is the sort of power that every single one of us are socialized and conditioned to think we need to use and manipulate in order to get our way. Leveraged power is the backbone of structural oppression. Now, the two mentorships that I run, group mentorships, are Spiritual Life Upgrade, which is for everybody that's not a cis man, and then the Spiritual Life Upgrade for men, which is for men. <laughs> really, that's it. And the reason that we've got these quite distinct groups, even though I'm teaching and sharing the same practices, is that there is a really big distinction between the ways in which people who are socialized as men are able to engage with the world and the struggles and challenges that they encounter versus anybody else. One of the things that this week we spoke about in the Spiritual Life Upgrade for Men was around daily practices. So one of the practices that I teach in both of these groups is developing a daily practice of meditation, but we also encourage a daily practice of journaling. Now, when I say daily, I'm very resistant for any of these practices to become dogmatic. One of the ways in which we're all socialized, particularly under capitalism, is to think that we must be consistent. We have to show up exactly the same every day. We have to disregard our own will and desire and just do what we, quote, should do. And I am very active in pushing back against that sort of conditioning. So even though it is absolutely the case that the more you meditate and the more regularly you become habitual with your journaling practice, the better your results will be of all forms. I never want these practices to become sticks that we beat ourselves with. So one of the practices that I encourage daily is meditation. And we discussed yesterday in the Spiritual Life Upgrade for Men how there is a real distinction between setting an alert on your phone that says meditation at 8 a.m. versus an alert on your phone that invites you to ask yourself, would you like to meditate today? Now, both of these alerts have the same intention. That is to say, to trigger the self, to remind the self that meditation is available and that this would probably be a good idea. But the difference between seeing an alert pop up on your phone that says meditation at a certain time and an alert that invites you to do something that ultimately is going to be pleasurable and positive for you is vast. So one thing I would encourage you to do, if you're struggling with establishing daily practices, habits, try to change the alerts that you might have on your phone. Or if you don't have any alerts on your phone, put some in, but be really intentional about the language and the wording you use for these alerts. So quite simply, change from an order to an invitation. And this change from order to invitation absolutely relaxes the body. The whole system, the whole being feels much calmer, much less activated when we see that sort of alert. I know for myself, obviously being very neurodivergent, pretty much in every single way, that when I'm told to do something, my immediate response is, 
fuck off, like straight away, whatever that thing is, if somebody tells me to do something, I will not do that, or at least I will deeply desire to not do it. And so this is quite a powerful little hack if you're in any way neurodivergent. You don't just have to pay attention to this when it comes to meditational journaling. Anything that you might know that you really probably it would be a good idea or it would benefit you in some significant way if you did it, instead of telling yourself washing up or make the bed or have a shower, rephrase those phrases, rephrase those alerts, those reminders into invitations. If I approach myself with this invitation energy, it becomes possible for me to get clarity about also what it is that I desire. Now, another piece that's really important, particularly when we're talking about journaling and practices like meditation, is that not only is it a good idea to change the statement, you know, the alert that you set on your phone from meditation to would you like to meditate today? But you also need to follow through with that energy of invitation. And what I mean by that is, if the answer, the true answer to that question, would you like to meditate today is no, then guess what? Don't meditate. Pay attention to your preferences. Listen and respect to the desires that your body, your mind, your being is giving back to you when you invite them into a question like that. Because if you don't respect your response, you're not going to trust yourself. So this really simple, quick practice, just a slight adaptation is something that I think could really quite radically improve your experience. And not only that, but help you to develop a habitual practice around meditation and journaling, as well as that extra bonus of strengthening this desire muscle. If there's nothing worse than telling yourself, what would you like to do? Getting a response back and then ignoring that response. I hope that you have a wonderful week. I've still got one-to-one readings available at £500 for a single question. And we also have in-depth readings available with three days of WhatsApp support. So if you're interested in any of that, there'll be buttons down below. All right. I hope you have a great week. Bye.